0: Edition of the Goose and Gamble's podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, a lot has happened here in the last week. Uh, how are you living on this fine Friday afternoon?
1: I'm doing all right, man. Uh, honestly, the biggest loss I think I have is, what the fuck do I do on Thursday? I know there was other devastating things that have happened over the last week. And since the last time we talked, but man, I I don't know what to do. I usually have like a whole routine down. But now that fantasy football is gone and Thursday night's gone, I literally was so confused on what to do last night.
0: Yeah, uh, And there wasn't, for some reason, usually they will pack like college basketball or NBA, but I feel like it wasn't that packed. Um,
1: there was uh, a good slate last night. There was about 120 games, but it wasn't like any marquee matchups. It was a lot of, uh, you know your Campbells against UNC Greensboro type games, which, of course, I watched, but I was like, man, shouldn't we have, like, a Browns-Jets game on for a Thursday game, or shouldn't we have, like, the Jaguars up against, like, I don't know, the Chargers? Just some weirdly mediocre matchup that I'm going to be watching either way. But we didn't even get that. Now that bowl season's gone, I, I feel like I'm just lost. I know we have, like another week of football pretty much left of the regular season then we got a month of playoffs which only really allows us to get like four games a week kind of bummed out kind of bummed out this year went by quick
0: but the other side of it is you know we're what 2 months away from March madness we're 2 months away from spring training uh you know there's uh while yes it's kind of disappointing like you're getting off this football roller coaster here uh, in the next month or so. Uh, you know, there's some other fun rides uh, out there. Um, you know, no,
1: I mean we are 47 days away from college baseball starting, which I'm getting prepared. I'm going to be at the Houston tournament upcoming soon. We have a, I'm going with a, a listener of ours. We're gonna hang out, watch UT baseball. That's gonna be a fun. This is a good year to watch UT baseball. And get into college baseball. I will be doing as much reading and research as possible so we can have a very profitable college baseball season. I'm looking forward
0: to it. We can have another uh, LSU 401k. Uh, Uh,
1: LSU, you might want to start doing that now. I don't think there's any props or odds yet for that. But uh, come February, when college baseball starts hitting the news a little bit and that's when the season starts, yeah, LSU is going to win again. Uh, Just for people that don't pay attention or follow, because why would you? LSU got another, like, 10 kids out of the transfer portal all from, like, basically from every eight school that was in the World Series last year in Omaha. I think they stole at least one to two kids from each team. So they are just stacking studs on top of studs. I They have broken the system of college baseball, but baseball's fun because you never really know what the fuck's going to happen could be a massive upset, but yeah, you might as well start investing into the LSU 401k.
0: Well, uh, I, I do want to just do a, a quick two minutes, uh recap of your uh, Texas longhorns.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll give you two minutes. Cause that's all it really needs. Um, I kind of like, as soon as the game started, I was like, all right, we lost. That was by far one of the first times I was ever just, accepting a loss right off the bat. I'm more happy the fact of the way that they played throughout the game. I mean, there was a couple... There's penalties, turnovers. That all sucked. But um, that was the key reason why we lost. We lost to a significantly better team. That Washington wide receiver core, tight end group, panics. I don't know how Michigan's going to stop that. I, I really feel like that was probably the one of the better college teams that i've seen this year and it makes me go back to when i was like when i was shitting on washington i was like man this team's super good then it went to shit i was like ah this team might be fake and false all that kind of stuff i'm starting to see rumors that he was pennix was playing with like a broken rib and broken shoulder and all kinds of shit like that the last five weeks and he's kind of recovered with this month off and then there was a he looked incredible we have some of the best defensive linemen, the best E-line group, and probably of college football. We did not... We rushed him 20 times and could not touch him. He was... He's a freak. He's good. Um, Realistically, watching the game, if they just taken a knee, their running back didn't get hurt, there was no reason for us to be in that position we are close to. Uh, we got lucky to even get close. So I wasn't too bummed out about it. Wasn't devastated. It was more of a... I'm just happy the season went well. Usually, we have two or three losses a year where we lose, to like I don't know, some school we've never, Iowa State that we should beat. This is the first time where we lost the teams that we probably deserve to lose. Oklahoma one, it still hurts, but no, the Washington one I can live with. I'm I'm looking forward to next year. I'm assuming Quinn's coming back. Xavier Worthy's going to the draft. I don't know about Adadine Mitchell. Uh, who else is going? We are losing majority of our defensive line to the draft and one kid's going to the transfer portal, but we are going to keep out Al- Alfred Collins. So that's good news. Other than that, our running back room strong, Jonathan Brooks is going to the draft. Good for him. I hope he makes in the top three rounds. I think any team that takes him is set up for success, but no, we have a strong running back room. We have a new transfer portal of secondary people, which was a big glaring hole that UT needed to fix as you watch that Washington game. So that's going to be taken care of. The only thing I'm concerned about now is defense line, but I'm assuming next man up, we got some guys that are ready to fill that spot. Looking forward to next year.
0: Yeah. You seem to be uh, handling pretty, pretty well, pretty maturely. I think it's just because you lost to Penix and you know, you've been saying for a while that he's one of the best quarterbacks in college football. Um,
1: he's fucking good. Uh, um, I don't think he's, let me, let me say this. Any team that's going to draft him, I would be very concerned about injuries and stuff. He is a 25-year-old quarterback. I don't know if he's going to necessarily go top 10 picks, but I do see a a first-round pick going after him. Potentially like the Raiders with their late draft pick, I could see that happening. And I think he would do perfect in the Raiders system for a couple years.
0: Those games. Full strength with Jordan Travis, Florida State can beat any of those teams, right?
1: I don't think so. Um, Nothing against Florida, because I've watched a lot of Florida State games where I was just like, Mm -hmm. this is a good college team. This is not the greatest. And I love Jordan Travis. Um, I really don't think your defensive ends could, or not defensive ends, your secondary could have handled Washington. Now, do do I think y'all could have beat Alabama and Michigan? Yeah, absolutely. I think Texas would have gave you a run for your money. I would have probably given us a four-and-a-half-point favorite spread with Jordan Travis playing. Uh, I do think y'all were better than Alabama, let's just say that, with Jordan Travis, and I think even with Tate Rodemaker, y'all probably could have beaten Alabama.
0: I think so, too. You know, all the, the talk about, uh, you know, our backup quarterback and the team's not the same, and Jalen Miller went out there for, like, 100 yards. <laughs> Okay. Which was crazy because I didn't watch much of that game because I was working. But I would walk by the TV, and he would just be slinging it downfield, right? And these were, you know, like, big-time plays if they're caught and, you know, successful. So, like, I swear, like, six different times I walked by, and he was throwing, like, a 30 yards in the air pass. And I was like, oh, man, like... Must be airing it out. And then, of course, after the game, I see that he only has 100 yards. I'm like, what? <laughs> Was he like a, you know, like a nine-year-old playing Madden, just running like four verticals all game and not completing any of them? Like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, no, it's... it. Bowl season sucked. Let's just kind of yeah. get over that.
0: Okay. Well, uh, you want to talk about the national championship game real quick?
1: Yeah, it's uh, pretty simple. Give me Washington plus four and a half. I think it's even moved a little bit to five. Uh, They'll keep it close. I will take the dog in this. I'm not sold on Michigan's offense. I think if Washington can stop Blake Coram, you make J.J. McCarthy play quarterback. I think Washington has the upper hand.
0: I'm a little fascinated for this game, only because I want to know is Michigan going to be able to turn this into a Big Ten football game, or is Washington going to turn this into a Pac-12 after dark game? Whoever you know, is successful in turning it into their version of the game is obviously going to win. I think I you're going
1: to see Michigan. Washington take a good 20-point lead by halftime. <sighs> I think this will be a Pac-12 game.
0: <sighs> I feel like uh, most of the time in these situations, I lean towards the, the Big Ten style. The, just run the ball, control the clock, time of possession. Make sure Penix doesn't have more than three drives the entire first half. He scores one, you know, it's like a fourteen to ten game and a half, and then Michigan, you know, completes it in the second half. But we'll see. That's why they play the that's why they play the games. Um, okay. Uh alright, well uh Steelers Ravens is our first NFL game of the week. Uh no Lamar Jackson. Uh yeah,
1: I was actually pretty fortunate because uh early early in the week, Monday, I was able to get the Ravens at plus four and a half. So I'm still sticking with that pick. I can also still see the Ravens winning this out, right? With Huntley. I think Huntley's not a bad quarterback. You've we've seen him do it. A lot That's of the right. public's on the Ravens, so might be weary on that. But I got Ravens plus four and a half. Not necessarily taking the line at plus three, but we should be alright.
0: Okay. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, screw it. Might as well give me the points. Give me the Ravens on the points. Um, okay. Uh, over under is thirty five in this one. Are the Ravens really going to play all their defensive starters?
1: No, 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 no. Uh, I still think that's a little small. I wouldn't necessarily take the over. You're still dealing with Mason Rudolph. Um. Uh, not that Mason Rudolph's been bad his last two games. I'm just saying they, I don't expect a big scoring explosion here. Thirty-four seems like a very small number.
0: Or thirty-five. I'm a ten-point teaser and trying to get over like twenty-five points.
1: Yeah, that um, might make sense. I would do that.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we got Texans at the Colts. Uh, prime time for the Stroud boys. Uh, Texans are minus one on the road. Uh, minus 120 money line over under 47 and a half. Uh, what do you got?
1: This might be the easiest bet I make all day. Give me okay. the Colts plus one money line.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: I, I, with all love towards C.J. Stroud and having him make me a fantasy champion in some leagues, he's, he's still depleted on offensive weapons. Like, there's only some – like, what, he's going to throw Dalton Schultz? I'm not sold on the Texans' offense. He looked good on his game back, but they were playing a far superior team with less motivation. The Colts, on the other hand, this is a divisional or get-in-the-playoffs type, type of situation. Whoever wins is in. You get the Colts at home. I like Pittman. I like Minshew. I like the Jonathan Taylors. Like the, That offense seems a little bit more better. There is so much fucking money on the Texans as well. Almost 90% bets and money is on the Texans. Yeah. Give me the Colts plus one.
0: Yeah. For that reason alone, I, it doesn't make me want to lean towards the uh, Colts here. Um, one prop I do love. I love Dalton Schultz over four and a half receptions. Uh, he needs six to get. What did I see? Was it 250 K? Uh, 250K? uh Also, if he gets 107 receiving yards, which is a little bit harder for, obviously, a tight end, but uh, he'll get another 250K. Uh, So he is extra incentivized and should be running like a madman out there uh, to try to get a little bit of that extra incentive money. Um, Okay. Um, All right. So next up, we got our 1 o'clock Sunday uh, kickoff here. Falcons at the Saints. Uh, Saints are minus three point favorites over under is 42. What do you got?
1: I don't like the Saints. Um, I'm done betting against the Falcons or betting on the Falcons. Um, I don't necessarily like betting with their car, but it's also the Falcons. So it's kind of a kind of my only option. Here. If I had to make a pick, I'd go Saints minus three. This will not be on my card. Absolutely not. But yeah, Saints minus three. Uh, also, just heads up, 90% of the money is on the Falcons plus three.
0: Wow, <laughs> this is one of those ones where sometimes people I'm sure they happens to you where they message you a bet or like who to play in fantasy, and I always tell them which you know person are you going to be more upset if the worst case scenario happens, and I would be much more upset if I bet the Falcons and they shit the bed than if the saints did so I'm gonna yeah, you you can saints. sleep at
1: night knowing that the saints. Screwed you over versus the Falcons with all the goddamn talent they have. Screwed you over. I yeah, I'm on the Saints pretty much. That that might be the fourth easiest bet I can make, but I'm not. I'm really not
0: gonna bet <laughs> Yeah, Saints money line there. Uh, maybe a slightly on the over. I'm not sure yet. Uh, it is a little low at 42. Um, okay. Uh, next up, uh, Mister Elite MVP himself, Joe Flacco. Uh, against the the Bengals, Browns are getting seven points. Is Flacco not playing in this?
1: Flacco's not playing. Uh, they got other people playing. Uh, they basically pulled all, all their starters.
0: Gotcha. That is good to know. Uh, over under is thirty-seven and a half in this game. Um, not much to go off of here. The Bengals need to win. Um, yeah. Uh, Bengals minus seven. Probably, to be honest, I would take it down to six to feel a little bit better. Um, but that's probably the smartest bet uh, for there. Um, I don't know. Is it who's – it's not P.J. Walker um, for the Browns quarterback. Uh I wonder who that is this week. Yes, Bristol is starting for <laughs> the Browns. Uh, so Yeah, yeah I definitely. mean, there's
1: zero motivation for the Browns to win. If they win, they're a fifth seed. If they lose, they're a fifth seed. Who gives a shit? We should almost not even look at this game and completely move on.
0: Yeah, so this is definitely a teaser uh, game there because the Bengals do need it, um, and the Browns don't really care to try. Uh, all right, Jets-Patriots. Jets are getting two points. Uh, it's in New England. Uh, Patriots minus 130 money line. The over-under in this game is 30 and a half. What do you got?
1: This is also who-gives-a-shit kind of game. Uh, the only yeah. way I'd probably lean, even though the entire world is on it, Patriots minus one and a half. I, I mean, I don't really think Bill Belichick gives a shit about the draft position. He's going to be out somewhere else. Or... He's going to trade that first rounder for a kicker and a seventh rounder. It doesn't matter. That's what Belichick does. So I don't think he cares. I think he hates the Jets more than he gives a shit about the future. It just makes sense to take the home team in this situation. Just a home divisional team.
0: Uh, I agree. Give me the Patriots money line. And probably I'm going to be leaning here towards the over. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what that gets towards kickoff. Um, all right, next up, Jags-Titans. Uh, Jags are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Tennessee. The over-under is 41. Um, Titans, nothing to play for. Uh, but Jaguars, I believe, do have some seeding um, things, and they're trying to lock up their division, so um kind of feels a little low, to be honest. But then again, Jags-Titans... Eh, in tennessee is is always kind of a a weird one
1: yeah i mean so realistically i have a a weird bias on this i do have a hundred dollar bet that has the jaguars chiefs who are the other people anyways jaguars are the last leg to win a division so i need the jags to win this last damn thing so i will personally bet on the titans as a hedge situation i'll take the titans plus four the whole world and their mothers on the Titans plus four, I don't know if they have the same bet as I do. That wouldn't make sense, right? But I think this is the Jag, it's it's on the road. Vrabel's kind of a prick. He would probably be the guy that like actually motivates a spoil. Um, I think if you had to take his side, don't bet this game at all. I Maybe Jaguar minus three
0: by the half down. I can see that. Um, I wanted to check the props here real quick.
1: Don't take the Hopkins props. I do not give a shit about incentive-based props. They lose every fucking time. Just my own religious that's purpose. That's not a yet. ton. No, there's not because we don't know who's playing for the Titans. So that's the other key thing. That's why those haven't really been released.
0: It yet. has to be Will Levis, right? Why would you even play Tannenhill? Right. Hill?
1: Right. Mean, they could play uh, Malik Willis if they want to. It's all for fucking oh, phones.
0: I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, Vikings at the Lions. Uh, Lions are minus three and a half point favorites. Uh, minus 180 money line over under 45 and a half. What do you got for this?
1: Which game is this Lions-Vikings? Yep. All right. So there's zero motivation for the Lions. There's zero motivation for the Vikings. Um... I don't necessarily think that Dan's going to rest his guys. Maybe a half. Maybe look at the first half props. Yeah, I, I think agree. on my book I have uh, Lions minus two and a half in the first half. That might be worth that. Uh, Nick Mullins, I think, is the starting quarterback this week for the Vikings. So, I think me or you could probably do the same amount of work he does this week. Don't hate the. Don't hate taking the Lions in the first half.
0: Um yeah, I I actually really like that play. Lions minus two and a half, first half. Uh and then otherwise staying away, maybe if you just wanted to gamble for fun, if you're gonna watch this game, take the over. Um, uh, but that's about it. Um yeah. Okay. Uh Bucks, Panthers. Uh Bucks are four and a half point favorites uh, at Carolina. Uh Bucks need this game. Um obviously the Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, over under is 37 and a half. Is, why is this line only four and a half?
1: I would actually take the over on the 37 and a half. Panthers been playing some good ball lately. They haven't won, but they're playing decent. Um, I think it's four and a half just because simply enough that Buccaneers looked really shitty last week. I mean, Baker threw for like negative yards. Didn't have a great game after having three incredible games. I mean, it's not... Too insane to think that that i I don't like the line four and a half, I don't really take that, but the over of 37 seems good. I think both these teams can score over fifteen points each. Panthers have been doing pretty well at that lately. they're just I mean honestly, their defense sucks yeah
0: yeah uh yeah, give me the bucks in this. um this might be a teaser game uh I do agree I, I do like the over a little bit uh and then I'm probably going to take some Baker and Mike Evans props. In this. I don't know which ones yet, but that's just circling loads already in my head mentally to uh, check before kickoff. Um, all right, Cowboys at Commanders. Cowboys minus 13 is the line. Uh, over under is 46.5. Uh, Sam Howell will be back starting uh, this week. Um, any reason to think this isn't going to be like, I don't know, the last four times these teams have laid
1: I mean, this is a must-win for them. It's a must-win for the Eagles. They're both playing really shitty opponents, Commanders, Giants. Yep. I mean, I watch Washington pretty much hang around some really good teams, and I've also seen them get blown up by terrible teams, so it's kind of weird how they uh, have been all year. 13 points is a lot. I probably won't touch this. I would probably look at your Dak Prescott pass attempts. I think he's trying to go for some records. Not necessarily incentives, but a record. Uh, C.D. Lamb broke the Cowboy receiving record last week. Unless he really wants to just stick it to everybody and make that a little bit harder to get, I don't really have anything on this game. Minus thirteen seems like the logical way to look at this. I you should exp- it's it's in the Washington too, right? Yes. What's the weather like in Washington this week? Looks uh, like 37 degrees, 11 mile an hour winds, no chance of rain. Uh. Cowboys aren't necessarily great on the road, especially on grass fields, as dumb as that sounds. It might be worth a little sprinkle to take the uh, Commanders plus 13 now I'm thinking about it.
0: I just can't do it because that offensive line is so bad and the Cowboys are just going to blitz, blitz, blitz.
1: You jerk off Sam Howell for 17 weeks straight and you're saying, I can't do it? Fuck
0: you, fake ass. if, If Sam Howell had fucking the Eagles offensive line, He'd be putting up better numbers than Jalen Hurts. Here, not so rushing.
1: I'm not going to get mad about this anymore. I'm going to move this on later in the life. You yeah. fake fucking fan. Uh, but 59% of the tickets are on the Cowboys, 84% of the money is on the Cowboys, minus 13.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I would rather, it's again one of those things where which one would piss you off more? And if I was like, you know, the commanders can hang around and then they lose 40 to 3. I would be so much more annoyed than if I bet Cowboys minus 13 and they win 27 17. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: watching this game in general and betting on it would piss me off no matter what happens. So, probably going to stay away.
0: If uh, Micah Parsons getting a sack is minus 200 or better, uh, I'm going to take that. Um it might be worth a sprinkle of Cowboys D anytime touchdown. Usually you can get those like six to eight to one. Um, and, yeah, I just don't see a scenario where these teams are, are equal. Uh, and there's there's definitely some weird stuff with Ron Rivera right now. So, I don't know. The Commanders could literally walk out and then give up on this game to try to force that issue if, if they're not a fan of Rivera. Um, do you I think Ron Rivera of... knows that he's on the
1: hot seat? Or do you think he's still clueless?
0: I think he has to know because there's teams that are asking already to um, interview Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, and he had to know when he brought him in that if they didn't do well, the commanders could just get rid of Rivera and promote Bieniemy, you know, to the team he already is familiar with. Um, so that's definitely in play. Give me Cowboys minus 13. Um Next up, uh, Rams-Niners. Um, the, do, do the Niners have anything to play for in this?
1: No, they've already locked up one seed. If anything, this is a Rams need to win to make a higher seed in the wild card because I don't know if they necessarily want to play. I think they'll play like the – I think if they win, they play the Lions. If they lose, they'll play the Cowboys or some shit
0: like that. Much a pretty similar team either way, I feel like. Um, Yeah, so 49ers are favored by four. Uh, Don't know if I love that.
1: So here's the playoff scenario. I'm sorry, I just did it in my head
0: right here. Yep.
1: If the Packers were to win the game, Mm -hmm. they would move to the sixth seed if the Rams lose. If the Rams lose and the Packers win, the Rams would play the Cowboys. Packers would play the Lions. Now, this is all depending on if the Lions beat the Commanders. How funny would that be if they didn't? But, yeah, so that's kind of the way to look at it. They might be looking at a team that they could probably beat a little bit better. Hell, they might lose on purpose to play the Cowboys. They might think that they got the Rams money. I think they would be robbing the world of a Stafford back at Detroit for a playoff game if they do that. So, yeah, give me the Rams to win this outright. Uh, I'm pretty confident the last I checked on the uh, 49ers, they're not playing anybody.
0: Yeah, so give me the Rams plus four. Uh, on that. Um, next up, Eagles, Giants. Eagles are five and a half point favorites. Uh, this is a must win simply because if the Cowboys lose and they win, they win the division. Correct. Uh, minus 240 money line over under 42. Um, what do you make of this game?
1: Uh, There's so many people on the Giants, it's kind of funny. 71% of the tickets are on the Giants, A so plus five and a half. 86% of the money is on them. I don't I understand the Eagles have not looked great over the last month, but they did go to an escape room. And they look, they said that they got a lot of leadership and learning moments from that. That being said, give me the Eagles minus four and a half. I don't bet four and a half. So I'll probably add that in a parlay thing with another shitty line. I think the Eagles win this game outright. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. It's all about the escape room. Apparently they, they did well. They may broke a record.
0: Well, uh, yeah, we'll see if they can escape from uh, New York there with a the win then. Uh, Eagles <laughs> minus five and a half is is my pick you know as what? well.
1: Joe, sure, that was good. Good good, good little line there.
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, all right, next up, dub Bears uh, going into Lambeau. Uh, Bears are kind of red hot, uh, to be honest. Uh, Packers minus three is a line. I'd be very interested to see where the public is, because I feel like the public might be favoring the Bears in this. Uh, yeah, and it's not—it's
1: not good either. There's 80 percent of the bets are on the Bears. 89 percent of the money's on the Bears. But you know what? That's because people know. People know that this is a team of destiny. We are the 2022 Lions. I don't know how to really word the years there, but we're last year's Lions. I think we have probably one of the hotter offenses in the world. Our defense is completely turned around. I think the public knows this is a winner. That's what I'm going to go with. I usually don't like the public, but I think they're smart this time.
0: Give me the Bears and the points at Lambeau. Give me you Bears
1: feel? and the points. Give me Bears in the money line. Give me the Bears team total. Any way I can get the Bears, I will take. This is my Super Bowl. And I think everybody in Chicago knows this is our Super Bowl. <laughs> well,
0: you're really going to hate my pick. <laughs> Give me Packers minus three. Give me the misery continues. Give me... Oh.
1: Uh, it's been nine straight games that we have not got a win, so I really do think we're due. And you say stupid shit on this thing all the time. You can't offend me.
0: <laughs> I love that every time you think I say something really, really stupid, that's the time it comes true. <laughs> yeah. The times you you ignore my stupid stuff, it, it you know it usually just is stupid stuff. But the times you're like, all right, mark this down, record this, it always actually ends up true. So. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'll take the uh the Packers at Lambeau. Uh, Packers minus three it was
1: my Jordan pick. loves a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next um, game, Seahawks Cardinals. Uh, eight and eight Seahawks, uh, fight and stay alive. I believe. Uh, yeah,
1: Seahawks win, and uh, let's look at the scenario here. The Seahawks are in if the Forty Niners. Let me take a look. If the Bears beat the Packers, Seahawks beat the Cardinals, Seahawks
0: are in. Awesome. There you go.
1: So there is life there. I would take the Seahawks with the points. What is that? Minus two and a half? That seems a little low for this kind of game. I think there's a lot of uh, move. A lot of the lines are smaller because of how well the Cardinals played against the Eagles, but I don't think the, the people really know the Eagles are not that good. So, yeah, Seahawks minus two and a half. I like it. I'll ride with it. Uh, public's on the Cardinals as well. Over 61% of the tickets and money is on the Cardinals.
0: Yeah. Hmm, this is a tough one for me. I think I would feel better about doing Cardinals plus three and a half. Uh, and, you know, if the Seahawks wouldn't buy three, then they wouldn't buy three. Uh, you still win your bet. Um. I don't know. I don't actually don't think these teams are that far off. Uh Seahawks have been up and down. You never know which team shows up. Uh and the Cardinals are just basically gunslingers at this point. They don't give a shit. <laughs> so <laughs> they're a little dangerous uh in that regard. So give me Cardinals plus three and a half. Uh next up we got Broncos Raiders. Uh Broncos getting three points uh at Las Vegas. Uh Over under this game is 37. Uh, But I don't think there's any... Right, the Broncos are eliminated?
1: No, uh, let me double check that real quick. Yeah, there's nothing that could change in this game to make them get in. So, who gives a shit about this game? Uh, This might be a a kind of coach-for-your-life job for the Raiders for uh, Pierce, or is that his name? I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, give me the 84%, Yeah, 84% of the money is on the Broncos spread here, too. What? I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders are not a terrible team. I think they were just poorly coached at the beginning of the year. I think if, I mean, they had Pierce coaching the entire time, this is a potential playoff team. Um, yeah, I'll take yeah. Raiders minus three.
0: I'll just take the Raiders money line minus 160 uh, and uh, put that with some other uh, options there. But yeah. Um, All right, Chiefs-Chargers. Chiefs going into Los Angeles. Uh, They're getting three and a half points. Is there nothing the Chiefs can play for in this?
1: No, they're pretty much settled in where they are. Uh, Basically, the top four seeds are pretty much decided. I think, let me double check that real quick with my handy-dandy notebook. Where the fuck are the Chiefs? They're not even on here. Oh, found him. Uh, Let's say the Chiefs win and Dolphins lose. Yeah, nothing happens. Chiefs are pretty much locked in at the third seed. Uh, Basically, the game that that, the next game that we're going to talk about, I'm sure Bills Miami will go for who's going to get the second seed, who's going to be the sixth seed.
0: Yeah. Okay. So not really a whole lot going on with this game then.
1: Uh, no, nope. uh, Chargers are probably working on a tank right now. If they lose, they would get a top five pick. So something to think about there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah,
1: a lot of the geez. public's on the Chiefs. Uh, 76% of bets, 61% of the money. It's all on the Chiefs. Probably stay away from this game. There's just no fucking reason.
0: This uh, is You know, sometimes there's only like two four o'clock games, so you're like kind of like have to. But there's like six or seven four o'clock games uh, this week. There's definitely no reason to choose this one. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that leaves us for a little Sunday night treat. Uh, Bills at the Dolphins. Uh, Bills are our favorite. Minus two and a half point favorites. Uh, minus 150 money line. Um, this is going to be a, a, a fun one. Um, Hopefully Tyreek is healthy I believe we do get Jalen Waddle back for this Um, What do you got for this I I don't even know what to do With this Dolphins team that I love I'll
1: make that Uh, decision for you then since you're so worried Um, Bills Minus two uh, and a half Uh, You've lost Key players on defense I don't think that's going to be Replaceable Y'all have looked like shit the last month Yeah Bills have been on fucking fire no Bradley Chubb. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Bills have a better run game. They got weapons on the outside. This, is, this might be the once-a-month Gabe Davis 40-point fantasy thing. I would take the Bills minus 2.5. It's also, I'm just letting you know right now, I've already seen the uh, the videos of all the Bills people hopping on planes, like Buffalo fans. This is their Super Bowl too, dude. I also 100%. am getting to the point where I'm sick and tired of y'all as dolphins. Whoa. I think your coach is kind of corny now.
0: No. It's really cute
1: and all when you win, but when you're looking like shit and you're being like all this like, oh, I mean, I don't know. fuck off, nerd. Go read a book. All right. I And I also don't like your fucking colors. It looks candy ass. Doesn't look like a real football team. You look like a powder puff team. I'm starting to hate the dolphins.
0: You know what? Uh, that just locked in my pick. Give me, uh, Dolphins plus two and a half. <laughs> um, right,
1: good. Good, I'm glad I talked you into that.
0: The funny thing about Dolphins Bills is that, it won't, you know, one, it definitely is a rivalry. Um, one that I think has gone back and forth a lot. It's like a, it's like a Batman and Joker in the comics, where, like, every other comic you get, one of them has the upper hand and is foiling the other's plans. Um and I just think it's our turn to foil their plans. Um I I just don't see how this Bills team has grown any in the past three years. Uh and I don't know. This is this is uh this is their Super Bowl, this is also our Super Bowl. Uh so, you know. Will we win this game and then maybe lose in the first round of the playoffs, potentially? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Do I think the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl? No. Do I wish that was the case? Absolutely. I think they're very entertaining to watch, and Mike Daniels is a genius. So, yeah. give me Dolphins I mean, if you think of now. it
1: this way, this might be Sean McDermott's 9-11. Gets pretty amped up for these moments.
0: <laughs> well, that would make me heavily bet the Bills' money line uh, if that was the <laughs> case, but... Yeah. Um, Okay. Cool. Any Super Bowl Uh, predictions right now? I mean, the only prediction that makes any sense is Ravens 49ers.
1: Yeah. Way to cop out on that one. Way to pick the favorites. Um, That's that's for funsies right now. I think right now I'm taking Bills 49ers.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah. Uh, I don't doubt it. Uh, I do think the Bills kind of match up good with the Ravens. Um, That's probably the one team the Ravens don't want to play. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, give me Ravens 49ers, but if I had to pick, it would obviously be (laughs) Lions-Dolphins. So, cool. Um, You got any uh, basketball or hockey plays before we... Take off
1: uh, hockey had their big explosion last night. They had 13 games. So any team that's playing today, take their first under, first period under total. Uh, that trend in the NHL is like 18 and like nine. It doesn't happen often, but when these big matchups or 13 straight games happen, might as well take the next day's all their unders for the first period. After the first period, it's a shit show. Who cares? First period specifically, it's usually a one-nothing game. Uh, so that's my hockey take for the day since there's not really much to talk about. Basketball is also really shitty because they're kind of preparing for Saturday's slate of games. Um, I'm on the over for UConn and Butler. They're both in the top 50 in offense efficiency on Ken Palm. Uh, the only thing that kind of concerns me is Connecticut does play a slower pace, and they do have a good defense, but I still feel like 144 might be a little low just because but- it's in Butler. Place is a absolute wagon to go play and It's a barn burner. I do expect a good high energy coming from that game. Just feel it in my balls, really. Essentially, uh, next thing I kind of liked in college, Fairfield and Sienna. Fairfield, uh, I'll give you five hundred bucks if you can tell me where it's located. You give up?
0: Is it is it in Virginia?
1: No, it is out in New Jersey, uh, but oh. they are playing Sienna. Sienna's is not very good. I would expect Fairfield to win by double digits or more, and they're only getting four and a half points. It is on the road, but I also don't really think that these kids give a shit. They're just happy to get the hell out. Um, Like Fairfield, that does kind of add up there. Um, Big movement here. I had Kinesis plus three and a half earlier this morning. Uh, Mount St. Mary's has been kind of a sham. I'll probably stay away from that one now. I wouldn't really give that out. Uh, but, honestly, there's not much else. Uh, Purdue, Illinois, is playing tonight, but I just can't trust Purdue. It is at home for Purdue, so if you had to, like, take a bet, maybe the 10.5 points should be fine, but it's one against nine. That should be a fun game to watch. If anything, potentially take the under on that. Under 150, both have really good defensive ratings. Um, Honestly, it's just a really shitty slate, man, so not much. Oops.
0: Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Sorry if you uh, have to hear my nasally voice here. Uh, Hopefully at some point I will recover and no longer be sick. Um, We'll be back uh, early next week uh, talking about a playoff preview uh, and probably going to start getting uh, bigger and bigger into college basketball and hockey, uh, which is exciting because I think there's a lot more opportunities there than, than football um so uh thanks everyone for tuning in make sure to like follow us subscribe hit us up on interwebs and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys next time all right talk to you later